Women have been giving birth for centuries, so it's a pretty natural experience, right? Wrong. I'm Stephanie King, professional doula, childbirth educator, and the creator of the My Essential Birth Course, the online childbirth education course that's helping women everywhere confidently achieve their best birth. Today's culture would have us think that birth should be treated like an illness or an emergency, and that most of us need other people telling us what's best for our bodies because we aren't the experts. So sit tight, because if you're tuning into this podcast, you'll probably start to believe in your body, your intuition, and find yourself empowered and confident to do what it takes to have the birth of your dreams. If you like listening to me take you through these weekly topics step-by-step, then you're going to love the My Essential Birth course. Make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast and definitely head over to myessentialbirth.com for the free downloads mentioned right here in these episodes and to join the birth course and community full of pregnant moms just like you. I have to add a disclaimer that I am not a medical professional and I cannot provide medical advice. All of the information expressed in this podcast are based off of personal, professional, and educational experiences and are my own opinion. Please work with a provider you trust for medical advice during your pregnancy and birth. All right, this week's reviewer of the week is Allie Bacon, and she says, best pregnancy podcast. I'm so happy I have found this podcast. I'm 35, pregnant with my third baby. This is most likely our last baby, so I wanted things to be different. I really wanted a natural, unmedicated birth this time. This podcast has given me so much information and confidence in myself and decisions. When I learned I was pregnant, I went back and listened to all the episodes. I really love all the different points of view. I'm going to be 40 weeks on Thursday and can't wait to put what I have learned to use and meet my baby boy. Thank you so much for the confidence in myself and body. And this was actually a very recent review. So I'm super anxious to hear, Allie, you're going to have to check back in with me and tell me all about your birth story and how it went. I absolutely love that you have this beautiful third baby birth in mind and that you're doing everything in your ability to be able to have the birth that you want. So good luck and maybe a really quick congratulations and definitely reach out when you have that birth story. All right, today is another special day because I have another birth story for you guys. And I am so excited to hear from Anne. And originally when I started doing these, I wanted to like have a chat with everybody before we had like the actual podcast interview. But then I quickly realized, no, they're like, you guys are telling all of the good stuff that I want people to hear like to me. And then it's awkward repeating that exact thing again when we're talking in the podcast. So it's kind of funny because Anne, you had even asked me, wait, was I supposed to set up this discovery call? And the answer is yes. But I was like, no, no, we're going to go this way. (laughs) We're just going to talk it through so that everybody gets the very best from the beginning. So welcome, Anne. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. I'm really excited to have you here today. I can't wait to hear all about it. Just like I had shared before, like I used to want to like talk to the ladies, right, about their births before getting on the podcast. But then I decided, no, I want to hear all the good information directly from you just at the same time as the listeners. So um, I can't wait for that. So you just introduce yourself. Tell me a little bit about you. Is this your first pregnancy? Maybe a little bit about you and your husband. What did that look like for you guys? Sure. Um, Yeah. So my name's Anne and my husband's name is Diamond. Um, We met in high school, actually. So we're high school sweethearts um, with a lot of history in between. Um, and then, um, we got married two years ago and then this was our first baby. Um, it was my first pregnancy. We were very fortunate to get pregnant on our first try, which I feel grateful for. Um, yeah. 
So, oh, you had shared just, okay, we were having trouble with recording. So I caught like the smallest amount of your birth story that people didn't hear. So you had shared, you thought this was like a 2020 baby, right? You're like, no, it's taking my friends like a long time to get pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Talk about that for yeah, a minute. I have. Yeah, totally. Um, I have a lot of friends and my sister um, that struggled with infertility. So as soon as COVID hit, I got my IUD out because I'm, I'm a very controlling person. I like to be in control of things. So COVID hit and I was like, too. I don't like that I have this <laughs> IUD in and I can't get pregnant when I want to get pregnant. Yeah. Um, so we got it out. And then I convinced my husband, I was like, it might take a long time for us to get pregnant. So we got to start trying now. Um, <laughs> and then he laughs all the time. And he's like, you got pregnant right off this the was bat. your fault so yes <laughs> it happened a little sooner than we were anticipating but um we're grateful so I love it if you've heard my story at all I got my husband to agree to try one time and if it didn't get that one time like right after we were married we got pregnant 10 days after we were married because I got one shot and so I know the day and so he's like but if not then you have to wait a year and so welcome my first nice. son so yes <laughs> I relate awesome. <laughs> I love it totally all right. So tell me a little bit about your pregnancy. What was it like? What did you have any weird, you know, cravings or nausea the whole time? Or tell me about your pregnancy. Yeah. Um, so I think the pregnancy was like pretty textbook. Um, I remember when I first got pregnant, um, I, I didn't know this, but like I called the doctor, was so excited, was like, I took two tests and they're positive. Like, what What should I do? Yeah. And they're like, we actually don't care to see you for 12 weeks. Yeah. And so like, I think that part was really hard to like just be at home and like know something crazy was happening in my body and like not actually having access to like an expert. Yeah. Um, but, you know, first trimester was miserable. I joked all the time that people call it morning sickness, but I'm like, I feel sick all like all throughout the day so um it was interesting how fast and how hard um all of those symptoms or things happened um it was something that like I like really wasn't anticipating um and then same thing you know going to go into the second trimester and that was like the golden period where like I felt great I felt rested um you know, people could start to see that I was pregnant. So I was getting some positive attention, but like, I wasn't quite feeling (laughs) miserable yet. And then third try, your body is just changing and you're getting larger and everything's (laughs) a little bit more uncomfortable and sleep is hard to get. So, um, you know, I, nothing like, I don't think anything crazy happened. There wasn't any scares. Um, everything was pretty, you know, as I was reading and learning about what pregnancy should look like, I'm like, oh, cool. Like, that's exactly what's happening to me. So um, there was a lot of comfort in that. So I love it. Um, Okay, kind of walk me through your, like, onto your provider experience. Will you tell me a little Mm -hmm. bit about that? Did you interview a couple providers? Did you ever change providers? What kind, what did that look like for you? Yeah, so I, um, so when I called, made that first call, um, just by chance, the whatever was closest, the hospital that was closest and what covered, um, what was covered by our insurance, um, I called and they were like, okay, do you want to meet with the OBGYNs or the midwives? And I was like, I have no idea. So I asked for like five minutes and I called them back. I did a quick Google research and was like, hmm, I think the midwives sound pretty cool. Like, let's just go for that. Um, So I just chose the midwives with like no. So prior to getting pregnant, I just assumed I'd get an epidural. You know, a C-section sounds nice. You know, they just cut the baby out like no big deal. I really didn't know anything about what um, 
pregnancy and labor and birth was. I was just kind of going to follow what my mom and what my sisters had done. Um, so I just by chance, I had chosen to meet with the midwives. Um, and I think it was the first appointment with them that like really changed my perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, my midwife said something like, people plan and prepare and spend so much money for their wedding. Yes. And then when they have a baby, everyone's just like, mm, Whatever. like, let's just do whatever like knowing things actually terrifies me so maybe it's better that I don't do any research and stuff like that um and so I think that conversation with her really changed my perspective of like you're right like I'm about to enter like the most life-changing thing I've experienced thus far like why wouldn't I want to know everything I possibly could about it um so after that meeting um I like you know, I, I watched the Ricky Lake documentary. Yes. Um, I read a book, How to Give Birth Like a Feminist. I feel like I kind of did all these things that a lot of people that choose unmedicated births do. Yeah. Um, and then by the time I was at my second appointment, I was like, you know, I think this is what I want to do. Um, and then finally, I found your guys' podcast. I just, like, searched birth podcasts and tried to find ones that really focused on educating women and doing unmedicated births. And I would say, like, after, um, like, your podcast is what I would listen to every time, every day I went on a walk and yeah. stuff. And I, after that, I was like, oh my gosh, like I want to know everything. And I like actually think choosing this, this unmedicated birth might not actually be as unrealistic or like as crazy of an idea as I had previously thought. So that's the um, goal. Thanks Normalize to you it, for right? sure. <laughs> Yeah. And then it was cool too, because I feel like as I like learned more and more, um, I would like always come to my appointments with questions or, um, you know, a lot of times I, I'm lucky I didn't have the experience of having to fight with my provider because the norms that the midwives did, um, are very much things that you guys say we should prioritize or that you were teaching us of like, Hey, this is what doctors tend to do, but actually, you know, this might be a better way. Um, so I feel very grateful for that, but it was funny. Cause like the first few appointments, I like came with a list ready to fight, ready to like dig down and be like, no, like this is what I, I want. want you to respect like my yeah. choices. And every time they're like, yeah, no, that's the standard. Yeah. Like, that's what we do. If you wanted to, if you wanted more intervention, we would do that. But they really did err on the side of normal, you know, being as hands off yeah. as possible. Love it. Yeah. Which I, I was super appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. That's, that's what we say a lot, right? Like OBs are trained in surgery and, um, in the craziness and the emergencies and like, that's what we love them for and what they're there for. And midwives are trained in normal. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's very much the case. You know, even as a doula, you walk into birth and like, I know normal really, really well. I can tell you that like, this totally. is very normal what you're experiencing. Mm-hmm. And it makes a difference because when you normalize like what feels crazy, somebody tells you right. like, oh, no, 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 like totally normal. Take a breath. You know, oh, right. I can I can cope with this. You know, I don't need medication. Totally. I don't need whatever intervention. So that's awesome. I totally. love that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, good. So that was your provider experience. These are midwives that birth in a hospital or were you at a birth center or home? Yeah. So they're at a hospital, which I think was really perfect for my first birth because I felt comforted by not stepping too far away from what has been popularized um, while they still have the philosophy very much of the hands off. Yeah. So that's perfect. I love it. Um, so with mm-hmm. your, this midwife, pra- was it like a practice where there's several that you met? Did you just have the one? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so they, um, there are seven midwives, and you make your appointment, and it's just by chance who's working that day and who you get to see. Um, and same thing with the birth. It's just whenever the baby comes, you get whoever's on call that day. Um, but they did a really great job of, I don't know if it's they were taking really extensive notes or whatever, but it just really flowed that, like, if I saw one midwife for one appointment and then the next one they just picked it up right where I left off with the other one which really um oh, that's nice. made me feel good that by yeah. the end when I was getting close to birth I was like okay whoever's there I was fortunate to have met all of them yeah and I trusted all and they of knew them, your story so. kind of from what you're saying that's awesome yeah like what mattered to yeah. you so were you comfortable with literally any of them that would have come in to help you give birth yeah I mean I definitely had some that I like felt like I jived with a little sure. bit more and I was lucky that I got one that I yeah. I really liked um but yeah I, all of the ones that I had met I was like cool like if I one if you're there in this crazy circumstance like I will trust you and be able to do it so I love it that's so cool okay so tell me a little bit mm-hmm. about your partner your husband what was it like for him were you kind of dragging him along was he kind of gung-ho about birth from the beginning what did it look like for him to support you Um, yeah, he's really good. He just kind of followed my lead and was very much like, it's your body, your choice, like however you want to do this, I support you. Love it. Um, and I think it was really nice to have, we, we did take your course and I think it was nice to have, um, that something formal for us to sit down and do. I'd like send him podcasts and I don't know if he actually listened to like all the ones or like, you know, he didn't have all the information that I was getting, but it was nice to have your course to go. So he could kind of like understand the background, um, and see like what he, like what his role would be in that as well. Um, but yeah, he, he wasn't dragging his feet. He was totally interested and invested, which was really super important yeah, I think totally do you think that there were things that you did um with the birth course or just as you were preparing to go into this labor part of life here that you guys did really well together mm-hmm. or that you did a lot of that you feel like was really beneficial um I think a lot I think the course mainly gave us tools of communication Excellent. Um, which was cool or like words to like how to describe like what was going yeah. on Um, I think there's only so much, I don't know. And we're still still struggling with this in terms of like hormones and what's going on in my body that you like can't physically see. I think the course was like good for him to be able to see like, okay, this is actually going on with everyone that experiences (laughs) pregnancy and birth. Um, And so I think that was like the biggest thing. We obviously did um, all of your stretches and stuff um, that helped. And in terms of prepping for birth, we practiced positioning and um compressions and things like that which was also I think for him it was really nice to have something physical for him to do not just like this grand idea of like what it might be like when we do there but like here's something that we can actually practice day to day so that we're ready when it comes that's awesome I love to hear that yeah okay so let's talk a little bit about the birth then So take me from the very beginning stages of your birth all the way through to the end. Tell me, I love to ask this question because I think moms just love to know and they ask all the time, right? Like what do contractions feel like? What does that actually feel like? So start with like the very first little tiny signs of like this might be labor and walk me through your birth. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I actually loved our labor. So again, because it was COVID, um, my parents live out of town and we made them quarantine for 14 days. And then they came about a week early 
um, so that they could be here. I had my mom stand in as my doula Yay. since um, I could only have two visitors in That's the hospital. Awesome. Um, but early birth is, our early labor was just interesting because we don't live in a big house and like my husband was home, my parents were here. So it kind of like felt crammed. Um, but I just have these like really beautiful memories of like, playing phase 10 and playing dominoes with my Aww. parents and like having to pause every now and then while I work through contractions, um, which, yeah, which felt very special yeah. or like, so I started contractions on a Monday, like Monday morning ish. I was going on a walk with my parents and I was like, oh, I think this is it. Like, I think, I think it yeah. might be starting. Um, and those contractions felt very similar to like, um, period cramps. They weren't, I mean, as you guys described, they weren't anything like major. They did stop me in my tracks, but I could still, you know, I could walk them out and um, breathe through them and they were totally fine. Um, so that was super exciting. So that happened all through Monday and all through Monday night. Um, they wouldn't be like, there wasn't really a pattern to them, but they were pretty consistent in terms of like, they were occurring yeah. a couple times every hour. Um, so then Tuesday, kind of nothing had changed, still going through some contractions. Um, by Tuesday afternoon, um, I like, I ended up, I have a really good friend who's a doula. So I called her and I was like, Hey, what's going yeah. on? Like, this is, you know, it's been like 24 hours of like some type of labor, but like nothing's really progressing. And she was just like, Oh, like, I think that just sometimes happens. I think you're maybe in prodromal labor, labor. Um, you know, just keep waiting it out. It'll, it'll happen when it happens. Um, and then by Wednesday, kind of the same thing. They've picked up a little bit in intensity. Um, and my dad jokes, he thinks I did too much research <laughs> on what labor should look like because I was very much looking yeah. for that, like, yeah. the pattern, right, of, like, contractions last this long, they're this far apart, and then they, like, right. keep going and going. Um, and it, it would happen, like, the pattern would happen a little bit, and then, it, like, something would change and it wouldn't, you know, and I'm just like, I don't know what's going on. Um, and so I think it was by Wednesday evening or afternoon, I was just so exhausted yeah. after two days of like the anticipation, not getting really good sleep. Um, well, I ended mental, up mental, emotional part of it is like yeah. so draining. Like, am I in labor? Am I not in labor? Yeah, no, totally. And like feeling like you're so close, but then it's like feels forever away too. Yeah. Um, but they ended up picking up an in intensity and like were way more painful. Um, so I knew something was going on. I ended up messaging you guys on Facebook actually. Yeah, I and I like <laughs> I could cry because it like really saved my mental health, I think, during this process. And oh, like good. being able to say like, hey, this is what is going on and you guys messaged back and you were like, hey, I think it might be a positioning thing. Try these things. Like, you're so close and like, you know, but just, I don't know, just normalizing like what was going yeah. on. Like there wasn't anything serious, nothing to be concerned about. Just like, yeah, this is what happens sometimes. I think really helped. Um, by like 7 p.m. that night, they were so painful, but they were not happening. You know, like it wasn't happening over and over and over again. It'd be like super painful and then a break. Yeah. Um, so I called my midwife and just cried and I was like, this is like, I've been recording. This is what I'm seeing. Like, what do you think? And she's just like, yeah, I think you're right. Like, it's not time for you to come in. And that like really, really broke me. I was like, oh, oh like, I just wanted her to tell me like the baby's, the baby's right. coming and you need to come right in. Um, but she said, but keep watching it. And if your water breaks, call me and we'll have you come in. And I'm like, okay, cool. 
And then a few hours later, um, I was trying to get some sleep and a, a gush of water just came out in one of these contractions. And I was like, oh, it's here. <laughs> um, and again, I really, yeah, I, I think, um, I just like the education I got through you guys and like reading all that I could like really made me feel both me and my husband like so excited when it was happening. I think had we not, this would have been a very fearful moment. And like, yeah. instead it's like, Oh, I just, my water just broke all over my bed and like, we're stoked and yes. like going <laughs> downstairs, ready to pack the car. <laughs> yeah. And get oh, the show it. on the road, Love it. which I think is just so nice to be able to have that experience for my first birth. Um, so we pack the car, we drive to the hospital. Of course it was snowing. Um, you know, it was icy on the roads, whatever. Right. So we get to the hospital. Um, and again, I think I did too much research cause I was like there and I was like, did I come at the right time? The nurse that was checking me and she was like, of course you're here at the right time. Like you're here, you're supposed to be here. Like we're all good. And I'm like freaking out of like, did I do the calculations right? Um, <laughs> So we, we get to the hospital, I check in, the midwife that was there was actually the um, midwife that was at our last appointment, um, and I just super loved her. At our last appointment, she ended our appointment, um, she's Jewish, with like a Jewish saying, I think it's Shah Tova, which just means in the right time. Hmm. Um, and that was kind of the phrase that I held on to for those like few days after my that. last appointment until contractions started going on. Hmm. Um, and that really helped. It was, I, I just felt like it was such a blessing that she was there. Um, I was also lucky that she was training a new midwife. So there were actually two midwives that night, which means I had one of them in my room at all, all the whole time, That's really cool. um, which felt like I had, yeah, like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I didn't have a doula, but now I have two midwives. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that feels great. Um, and yeah. And then once we got to the hospital, things moved really fast, which, Again, that was one of my goals. I wanted to um, labor at home as long as possible um, because I, I mentally I'm like, I don't know how long I can be in a hospital yeah. and know that I could have medication yes. and um, not be there. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so we got there um, and my mom and my husband were in the room. Um, I... And you guys joke about this too with transition and like the moment the woman just undresses and like, you know, becomes very animalistic. Yeah. That is like, as soon as we got into the um, labor and delivery room, I stripped down, I was asked them to fill the tub and I just like went in there and did my thing. Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah. So did you give birth in the um, tub? So that was... Um, so that was just like the tub that they have in the hospital room. And then I did end up having a water birth. Um, so I just, I labored in there for a little bit while they were setting up the birthing tub. Um, and then as soon as that was ready, I moved in there, um, and just started working through my contractions. Um, they were, as soon as I got into the hospital, they were like coming kind of with like no stop. I didn't really feel like I had that break anymore. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting because I think I was farther along than I thought I was. Um, cause I was like breathing through and like telling myself, okay, you'll get a break, you know, just work through this contraction. Like, here's the peak, you're going downhill, it'll be a break. And then it's like another one would come yeah. and I'd be like, what? Like, this isn't I'm supposed this to get my what, break. How it's supposed to be or like where I thought I <laughs> yeah. was. Yeah. Um, 
but it was great. And my midwives were really great. They like checked uh, my dilation when I got there. And they said if I ever wanted um, to be checked again, that they totally would. Um, but th I remember there was a point where I felt like I wanted to know the numbers because um, yeah. I thought that might help me just mentally. Mm -hmm. um, and I asked and I was like, do you think you can check my dilation again? And, and my midwife was like, I could, but then, like, you have to get out of the tub and blah, blah, blah. But I think you're really close. Like, why don't you actually put your hand down there and, like, feel? And I did that, and, and I could feel his head. And that Aww. was, I was, like, I really appreciate that they, you know, yeah. they really empowered me to, like, make the choices instead of, like, rely on their advice or what they were saying. Um, yeah. There was also a moment where I asked, them I'm like okay what's next like should I start pushing or what like you know it really hurts the contractions are coming so like is now the time to push and they were just like um you know sometimes it looks like this for women sometimes it looks like this for women but really you just kind of got to do what feels right for you and I think again like I had only been in the hospital for a couple of hours and I'm like I think it's time to push like I think that's what I'm supposed to be doing and they were just like great like let's do it and um, I thought it was, I remember at the moment being really annoyed that they weren't giving me directives. I'm like, just tell me what to do. Like you guys are I'll the experts. Yes. Tell me what I need to do. Um, but I think afterwards, um, I felt really grateful that they really, they were just kind of like overseers and were encouraging me to like trust my body and that my body was going to do what it needed to do. Yeah. So. Oh, that's neat. I think when you give power back to a woman, especially in that sacred space, I mean, it stays with you forever. You know, we always talk about like, yeah. what do you remember about your birth? Well, it's not like what time exactly everything happened. It's how I felt, how I was treated, how I was supported when I look back. And so that's really neat. I mean, how special, how many women get to say that like, not only did they have the opportunity to, but their provider said, go ahead and take a feel, like see how close you are and right. how neat and energizing that must've been to be like, oh my gosh, like my baby's almost here. This is happening. Or yeah. even the, like the pushing, yeah. you know, like, well, push, does it feel better to push or does it, you know, that's up to you instead of being like, well, wait, 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 let's make sure. I love that. Love it. So I want to take you back to the beginning a little bit. You talked about your contractions feeling like period cramps. So were these mm -hmm. like down low, like in the lower abdomen? Were you feeling them in your back? Was it all over your belly? What did it feel like? Do you remember? Yeah, I, I would say it was low um, and definitely in the back, which is how my period cramps okay. present as back pain as well. So that felt a awesome. little familiar. Yeah. Okay. And then as you worked through those, I mean, you had some prodromal labor that's very real. And you talked about some different things that even we had recommended for you to do, like different positional things and mm -hmm. whatnot. What were you doing during those contractions that made them better for you? And if your husband or partner was involved at all, what did that look like having him there? Yeah. Um, so we definitely used um, hip compressions. That was really helpful. I just, I like have a memory of like, always needing to kind of be like in that slouched position where like gravity yeah. was kind of pulling my belly down a little bit. Um, that was really helpful. And I think it was just like taking the time and pausing and breathing. Um, I'm not a very spiritual person, so I didn't like resonate with the like, I don't like the affirmation thing. And like that kind of just feels so yeah. cheesy to me. Um, but <laughs> I used, <laughs> yeah, which, yeah, I think, you know, anybody can give birth this way if that's what they want to do. Um, but yeah. I think it was really like honing in on my breathing and just kind of like being present and um, 
again, like normalizing, like this is, this is good pain. This means your baby's on the way, which I guess is an affirmation. Right. But in my head, sure. thinking that, right. you know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, was, no, yeah. that's fine. I love yeah. it. Great. And then um, you kind of talked about your providers and how important that was for them as you went through it. I assume your husband was with you the whole time and just was it helpful to have him, especially like in the water? I don't know if he was in the water. I know some men get into the water, but Mm -hmm. if he was or wasn't, maybe talk about that and what he did while you were in there that still provided you comfort if maybe it wasn't so hands on. Yeah, um, so my husband didn't get in the water with me, but he was on the side um, rubbing my arm, rubbing my back scratching my head um throughout the whole process um and he was just like really really positive um we talked a lot um prior to the birth about what that might look like for him um he was like I don't know if it's gonna like freak me out to see you in this pain or you know like if I'm gonna shut down or anything but he like I feel like he very much came alive and I just remember you know I like I don't remember exactly how things happened but like my memory of him was just like he was so positive, so in awe. Like I could tell that he was like so amazed by what was going on, um, and just like not weirded out by anything. Like he, yeah. like I just like feel his really positive energy, which I think was the most helpful because I was going through a lot of pain. You know? Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of it happens inside, right? We're not verbalizing or talking about everything like we're in a different place while we're in labor but yeah yeah just like you said having the support around you and then the positivity that you were feeling from him like that's very real and it it does like shape how the birth can go so that's really awesome yeah will you uh, maybe take a few minutes and just talk about your postpartum experience so was that like pretty easy for you did you feel all the loves right away did it take you a while to connect to baby what did that look like Um, Yeah, so postpartum, so right after I gave birth, um, I remember, like, everyone always tells you, oh, as soon as the baby's out, like, you're not even going to remember how painful anything was, and you're just going to be filled with love, Um, and I was really (laughs) excited for that moment. I got to say, as soon as he was out, my first thought was, like, when can I go to sleep? Like, (laughs) I am so tired. Like, I love this baby. It's so nice to have him on my chest, but, like... I need to go to bed. Yeah. Um, so that was my first experience. And I, I guess I just laugh at that. I'm like, I guess that's probably what three days of no sleep leading yeah. into this. That's probably a pretty normal <laughs> yes. um, reaction. Um, we did do like delayed cord clamping um, the golden hour right off the bat. And that was really great. He latched really easily. Um, so I think the connection was really there. I'm also somebody that like I've been looking forward to be a mom, being a mom Um, my whole life. So I wasn't necessarily worried about anything like that. Um, However, with postpartum, I do think, and maybe this was because I was so focused on the birth um, Mm -hmm. during my pregnancy, that I just like didn't do research on what postpartum was going to be like. Um, And I do think it was like a lot harder than I was anticipating. Um, In what ways? I don't know. I don't know. Just felt. Sorry, what was that? I was saying in what ways? In what ways would you say it was harder postpartum? Um, I think like hormonally, I think by the time I was having birth, I was like ready for my hormones to go back and like me to feel like a normal person. And I think, um, I was not, and I think maybe the sleep deprivation, I didn't actually, you don't understand until you actually go through it. What (laughs) that's like. Um, so I don't know. And then even 
I don't know, like the stitching afterwards and just like the hospital say we ended up having to stay in the hospital for two nights because I tested positive for GBS and I birthed so fast that they weren't able to get Mm. um, both rounds of antibiotics, the antibody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, So like that was miserable. Like being in the hospital just like isn't fun. Um, So I think that was also like really hard um, to just be like woken up all the time, like people taking your baby and making him cry. And you're like, but we're having, I don't know. Yes. It just like wasn't a fun time. <laughs> um, and then I think, <laughs> I think the weeks after, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think maybe I just wasn't anticipating and maybe it's cause I thought I was so ready to be a mom that it would just like come easy and life would be great once the baby was here. So I didn't really focus on preparing for that, but I don't know, like having to change your pad all the time and like having to go to the bathroom with stitches and like, I don't know. It's just like a very uncomfortable time while you're also stressing about this tiny little baby. Yeah, it's really true there. I mean, there's no preparing for it. And I mean, there is right. But there's no really just like you said, like you don't realize what it is until you're in it. And so it can be a little tricky, yeah. especially that first time, just the first pregnancy, the first birth, the first postpartum. You're like, I haven't done this before. So. Yeah. Yeah. So how long did it take you to and maybe think, feel normal again or like yourself? Um, I would say um, it wasn't until like the six week appointment. I think that's when I had the realization of like, okay, yes, I'm in charge of this baby. And also I can have my own life. Yeah. I think it was six weeks where I was like, okay, I think I'm going to leave him with Diamond for yes. a little bit and I'm going to go. <laughs> Do something by myself that isn't like grocery shopping or isn't like going out and buying a baby thing. Like I'm going to go do something just for myself. Um, And I think it wasn't until then when I could separate myself and the baby a little bit in my mind that I didn't start to feel a little bit normal. I love that you shared that too because that is a big deal. Like I don't know how long it took me to realize that like, no, I need to not go to the grocery store. Like I need to not be on somebody else's like agenda task. Like I just need to be by myself. Right. <laughs> so that's awesome. I right. love that you shared that. Right. My phone is going off now. Um, okay. Lastly, I would love if you would just share kind of like your best advice for husbands or partners and best advice for moms. Just kind of that final note. Totally. Um, so I asked my husband, um, since he couldn't be here today, what he, Perfect. how he felt that went. And he felt he wasn't prepared, and this might just be a me problem, <laughs> but he wasn't prepared of like how how hormones affect my mood and my emotions. Yeah. And I think maybe I, I, I know I need to work on being a little bit better with that, but he was like, you know, during the pregnancy, my wife was a different person. During postpartum, my wife is still a different person. And just like getting used to that and like... Um, so I think my advice for partners is like give grace. I think there's like so much going on your partner's in your partner's body that you can't see and you don't understand and she doesn't know how to communicate well yeah. specifically about it. Um that like I don't know. I just yeah, I just feel like give grace to your partner cuz there's so much going on even even you can see physically her body growing, but like I think there is so much like emotional and mental exhaustion that we put on ourselves yeah I love that advice my husband would agree with him completely like he'd be on the same and we've talked about that you know it took us three babies like that third pregnancy to get it right so I hope you know you guys 
get it quicker. But I totally agree with that. So I love that you shared that. <laughs> well, I, I love listening to your birth story. I'm so glad that you were willing to come on the podcast with me and share with my, myself, but also all the women that are going to be able to listen to this and benefit from it. So thank you so much for your time and your story. That's it for this week, but make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you get notifications first as I drop new episode every week. And don't forget to head over to myessentialbirth.com for all of the free downloads mentioned here and to join the birth course and community serving pregnant moms just like you. If you enjoyed this and other episodes, I would love it if you would take a few minutes to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I read every single one and include one at the beginning of each episode. See you next week.